goals and blanks. I'm the referee on this team, not you. That's goals and blanks. I fold him. Maybe it's against his religion to hit the That's balls and blanks. Manalgara between the post. That's goals and blanks. We call it in. Joe. Oi, oi. It's a podcast with real nuts. Shutsy. Joey, what's going on? Oh, not too much. What about you? Ah, uh, a bit of this, a bit of that. I tell you what. I love your Stags jersey you got on right now. Oh yeah, bit of bit of a birthday present from uh, an early birthday present. Yeah, I'm not going to see him before the uh, the birthday, so I thought may as well uh, get my presents now. What's in store for your birthday, Shuts? Um, not yet. Maybe a few beverages. A few, yeah. just a few this time, eh? Yeah. Oh well, we've had a big weekend. Haven't we've we? had a huge weekend. I think I, uh, the look of beer makes me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we went to the supermarket with the old man tonight, and he's up in Christchurch this week and brought a box of beers and that. But I just didn't want just, it. At just all. can't look at it at the moment. I'm yeah. sure, no doubt. Give it one. It'll day. be consumed one day tomorrow um, night, possibly. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, what a weekend. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, if you don't know, if you haven't followed the uh, the socials, our uh, our mighty beacons just yeah. won uh, won the Div Three great. Honestly. Um, I know it's Div, Div 3, but it does feel like the World Cup, doesn't it? It did. Um, I think we were both quite nervous um, yeah. towards the tail end of it anyway. There was a lot of nervous boys sitting on the sideline and lots of nervous um, supporters in that as well. Uh, but we'll touch on that in our bloke show, which we'll do next. What else have we got coming up? We'll touch on... We'll get the results of the NRL from the weekend, yeah, plus our report. NRL news. What do we attribute as well um, to Paul Green, who passed away? We mm. found out today. We did the episode this week on, well, what are we today? Thursday, yeah. um, just because of a busy week in that. And unfortunately, Paul Green has passed away. Uh, we'll say we'll touch on that later on. Good we attribute uh, from his origin debut, an interview. Um, all your NRL news as well. We'll touch on the Bunnings NPC briefly, go through the results. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all Blacks, what else we got? Um, well, we've, we hopefully by the time we get to the All Blacks, the uh, team gets named and we can have mm. a wee yarn about that one as well. Um, same as what we did last week. I think there's a bit of cricket as well. Black Caps just bet the West, West Indies. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're going to have a wee, a wee look at the Commonwealth Games just briefly. We obviously, uh, yeah. Bats, Balls and Blokes doesn't really come under the Commonwealth Games, but I think we should uh, acknowledge New Zealand's success in, in the recent uh, events happening in mm. that. Yeah, they're quite, where are they sitting on the middle table? You've got to figure that out? Uh, they are sixth, but they were third for a bit. It's yeah. kind of getting into those later stages where, I mean, you know, we're, what, 11 trophies behind India, which is uh, the biggest country in the world, mm. uh, population-wise. So we're not doing too bad for our small nation. So I think right. we should uh, we should jump into a bit of NRL, eh? Bats, balls and blokes, with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi! Just edit that out. Get it what out. I said NRL. Now we're going to do the blokes one here. Okay. Okay. New start, bro. Okay. Welcome back to Bats, Balls and Blokes. What a weekend it was, Joey. The Mighty Beacons, as you said before, winning the uh, big final in the course of the weekend. The Div 3 champs. How good is that? Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, mm, boy. We enjoyed it, didn't we? That's about all I've got to say with that one, eh? It was a, uh, it was a great win. We... Uh, Put the mahi in. Yeah. And uh, I think 14-11 was the final score. It was 11-all. A long time. Um, we uh, bit our nails for a long time. It was up and Ooh. down the field. I think they were in our five, and then we were in their five, and 
we ended up getting a penalty right in front of their post with um, Swatsy nailing that one. Mm. Uh, and then I think towards the end of the game, they were in our sort of corner as well and they were looking promising and then they had a penalty to, to uh, draw the game and missed. I think it was uh, just one of those games where one thing went different and uh, would have been a different result. I think that's just... You know, you'd use the term bounce the rugby ball. Yeah, it was um oh it was a hard watch in the dying stages there. There was little moments where we were like, Okay, we're not looking too bad here and then uh, as you said, they got right in front of the post with a penalty, uh, shot at goal and obviously they missed it. We're like, Oh shit, we're sorta of, we're in trouble here and if they had made it even would have gone to extra time, you know, how to um the university boys, how do they handle the pressure? How do we handle the pressure in extra time? Because in that situation it's a, a different ball game. But um huge congratulations to uh, Ryan Foster got the the, the try there for the Beacons, which was good to see quite early on as well. Yeah, he's, um, he's played a good season, hasn't he? He has had a good season. Mm. Yeah, prize giving for the Beacons lads tomorrow night. Yeah. Be good. Yeah, no, it will be good. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the other teams as well, not just the Beacons doing that. Uh, obviously, yeah. people getting named Player of the Year and stuff. We haven't watched too much of the other stuff. No. But we have sort of kept up with it. Um, sort of in the pipeline with, obviously, the Maristel being making the finals and the Div 1 as well. Um so yeah, it should be a good night. I think I'm having a bit of an early one there though. I might go home early and and uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll stay the whole night yourself. Uh, I'm not going to make it. I've got a mate up from Invercargill. So You're not going to go to the... Uh, I won't make it this time. You can bring bring a plus one. Uh, I'm actually uh, picking her up from the airport at the time of the prize giving. Yeah, but it's, the prize giving is about a five hour stint, mate. Yeah, I might try and call when I'm saying, but yeah, I won't yeah. be there at the start. Right. Yeah, I'm not the sure The start yet. where you, no, no, nothing happens at the start anyway, so it's fine. The awards happen. No, they don't start at 6.30. You have your feed first, and then you have the awards. Oh, right. So I think you'll be in there, won't you? Maybe. I'm rebuttaling what you're saying. We'll see how we go. We'll see. Yeah. A few other things I want to get up to tomorrow night as well. Oh, okay. I'm going to go have a jam. It's the singer of a band that's coming up. True. Um, So I wouldn't mind going and having a jam. It's been a while since we've sort of played together. Get down to the embankment, mate. Yeah, the embankment. (laughs) We've had another one online this week too, which could be quite good to head along to. Maybe. A karaoke night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah. See how the throat's feeling. It's a bit, bit tight at the moment, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyhow, back onto the Beacons. How good were the celebrations, though? Oh, it was great. Yeah, we uh, we won the game. Had a few at the uh, club rooms after the, well, I'm going to say, premium reserves? The, the under-21s, anyway. Colts, yeah. Yep. Colts under-21s, that's the one. Uh, they also won their final, mm. so it was really good to uh, have a bit of a yum with them and uh, celebrate together. Um, my old man came up. He came to the club rooms for a bit. And yeah, I think we uh, we just had a really long night. I think we're up to still at three AM watching the All Blacks, which was a, a disappointing game. Uh, going through to Sunday and uh, enjoying that as well. So I think we we really celebrated. If uh, we, yeah, we did it justice. Call I think. it that. Yeah, um, I think we really celebrated to what it meant to the team. You could tell what it meant by seeing how hard the boys celebrated. Um, it was no, it was a great weekend. Everyone enjoyed it. Everyone you know that was sitting back watching the rugby and that at um, one of our players places, um, everyone was happy as Larry sort of thing, just kicking back, yarning, drinking, that sort of thing, um, so no, it was a heck of a lot of fun, uh, everyone was stoked with the result, it was pretty cool in the, in the changing rooms afterwards as well with the trophy mm. there and seeing the trophy being passed around, everyone drinking out of it over the weekend, so it was pretty cool and um, we had work on Sunday afternoon, came home Saturday night, I think got home um, rather late, ended up sleeping with the trophy because uh, the challenge to me was to take it to work. Uh, the trophy and where our coaches are, Maris Albion and Blazer. So um, took that one off. You did that as well. So um, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was one of those weekends where you just want to go back, eh? Yeah, I know. Um, didn't want it to stop. Didn't want it to stop. Yeah. It was just it was amazing, and I don't know. I can't put a finger on why it was uh, that good, especially as it's our first year, and you know, 
it's Div Three. It's nothing special. We don't yeah. you know, train. We train at the pub. Um, but I just think it was one of those uh, one of those games. Where it was just this is just a good game. It was just bloody good, and the lads are great. So we yeah we love that all day. Yeah. What was your highlight of the weekend? What do you reckon? In the game, or just just the whole weekend? The whole weekend. Oh, it'd have to be the chance. We did we did a lot mm. of chance. I, I remember when we won, and um, we kind of did the old champagne bottle it kind of died down about then Monty starts going and he sort of set up his chant for a minute and a half and it was just um, it was just good times all around wasn't it yeah yeah. what, no, what about yourself um, I actually enjoyed sitting back watching the footy and that with the lads you know at the place we're at there was like one of those big like, L shaped couches and uh, everyone was just sort of all cuddled up on there there was people everywhere sitting there at the bar stalls people outside and you just walk around and just make sure you get a yarn with everyone and that and um, no it was just a bloody good weekend all around I think it's good when you get kind of sick of a group. Well, you don't get sick of them, but your kind of conversation ends and you just go to the next Wander group. Wander on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. probably start the same thing, probably talking about the game or something. But um, no, it was just, yeah, a special weekend, wasn't it? It was. That's exactly right. Well, what are we moving on to now? Um, I think we should probably go back to what I said before <laughs> and we'll start the NRL, eh? Bats, balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Righto, shuts. Another week of NRL, and it was week 21. 21, week. yeah. Uh, it's getting close to week 25, so which is when the finals will commence. Um, the teams are looking kind of set at the moment. The sort of top 10 are the ones that we'd probably see uh, in the in the final, in the top eight, I should say. Uh, do you want me to read out the, yeah, go the scores? It. Go and then you'll it. jump into the news. Okay, so um, the Roosters beat the Broncos 34-16. to 16. The Broncos have, have let their season slip a wee bit mm. towards the end. Um, Storm beating the Titans 32-14. to 14. Uh, I read something this week. It was saying that Storm uh, have broken their, f- their four-time losing streak. They obviously discounted the Warriors as a team. Uh, I think that was NRL on nine, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's pretty embarrassing for the Warriors. <laughs> uh, the Seagulls lost to the Eels uh, 36-20. Rabbitohs beat the Warriors 48-10. Uh, Panthers smashing the Raiders 26-6. Sharks uh, just beating the Dragons 24-18. Cowboys beating the Bulldogs 28-14. And the Knights, a close game uh, right at the bottom of the table with 14-10 against the West Tigers. That was probably the closest game of the weekend. Yeah, it was. I think that was uh, was a good game, actually. It was really, really down to the wire. I thought the Roosters-Broncos game was disappointing. I thought that game would have been a lot closer um, than I originally expected. I thought, you know, that wouldn't have been a a bad game to watch at all. But... um, yeah, it was unfortunate to see it go that way. And then I also thought the Manly and uh, Parramatta game may have been a little bit closer. Then what did you say it was? 20 to 36, you yeah. said. You know, so... Um, yeah. I was talking about it with Dad the other day, though. They're sort of saying, you know, who do you think is going to spark up when it comes to finals footy time? I really don't know. Obviously, I actually don't know, yeah. Penrith are, are in a good place. Um, but there's some massive games coming up in the next few rounds. I know, like, um, at the moment, the Cowboys are showing a lot of form. They're not going to disappoint anyone. Um, I think the Roosters are probably the strongest team on paper. They don't have too many injuries away at the moment. Um, they could sh- fire a shot uh, when it comes to finals footy. So, not too sure at the moment, Joey, but... Um, it's set to be some interesting times in the next couple of weeks, so I think, and that was just another pretty straightforward round, I guess we could say. Yeah, it wasn't too much happening this round. I thought it was a, a, one of the boring rounds. Obviously, we'll cover the uh, 48-10 to loss against the Rabbitohs for the Warriors later in the in the Waz chat. Uh, Penrith, I, I'm interested to see. Obviously, we've we've seen um, Pappenhausen come back after uh, uh, you know after an injury, and and the team being completely swept. How was that going to affect the Panthers when Cleary mm. comes back right on the finals round? Um, obviously, they I don't think they uh, they can't make top four. I think they'll. 
definitely make top four, but I still think it's going to severely impact them with Cleary coming back and even Luai, you know, having a wee injury there as well, which exactly are their, right, yeah. their two playmakers, you know. Um, I think that's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Obviously, they, they didn't play bad without them, though, did they? No, they didn't, but I still think it's like, you know, you look at the score, Scotty. you have to see there um, that they can still put on a decent performance without them. And that sort of goes to show you can't just expect one player to carry your whole team. Um, yeah. You see him on the field when he's actually playing, it looks like they're sort of just using him for everything, but without him there, they still look just as good. Um, so <coughs> I don't know where you, what, what you do to try and even things up everywhere else down along the line. Because um, Pemrith, yeah, as you said, you know, without Nathan Cleary, is still putting in one, one hell of a show, but, you know, it's. Um, it's a tough watch. It is tough. Yeah, these these teams are starting to split up as well in the top eight. I think um, you know there's a few points between each team now, and and it's kind of it's hard to see which teams are actually going to make that top eight and where they're going to be because that's also the important thing is as well as is, is where they're going to be. You know, you don't want eighth playing the first. You don't want to be mm. playing the best team, do you? So um, it's going to be really interesting. I, I, I'm fizzing for the next four weeks so we can get into a bit of finals and and uh, yeah bit of angst going up we should probably speak um oh no don't worry don't, don't worry. worry don't worry do you want some NRL news I'd, I'd love some NRL love news some? mate there has been a fresh twist in the playing future of Isaiah Papali'i with the Parramatta star uh, considering requesting a release from his West Tigers deal to relocate back to New Zealand Papali'i signed a 1.9 million dollar three year deal to join the Tigers from next season but there has been ongoing speculation that he doesn't want to commit to it the Kiwi International had another opportunity to publicly state his intentions during an Eels media session on Monday uh, but remained coy Sources with knowledge of the situation have told the hero that Papali'i is keen to return to his home city of Auckland for family reasons. The 23-year-old's partner and netballer, I think it's Ali Timu, uh, lives in New Zealand and the pair have been separated during the footballer's two-year stint with the Blue and Golds. Papali'i has gone from a solid first grader to a star since joining Parramatta in the, and the Warriors would gratefully welcome him back if he was available. The Auckland outfit has freed up some salary cap space by releasing fellow back rower uh, Elisa Katoa from his contract to join Mel in 2022 which we'll touch on soon uh, but they would likely need to move on one other contracted player to meet Papali'i's market value so who do they get rid of Joey? Honestly I don't know I think um, Aitken's leaving as well mm. uh, so that could be interesting if he if he takes that spot but they're not sort of set on Papali'i at the moment are they? He's sort of just saying he wants to move back he's not saying anything about the Warriors yet he's obviously turning down the West Tigers at this stage Yeah I think. at this stage Um but we definitely need him back, especially if he's going to bring that form that he's bought for Eels. I don't think he played as well uh, for the Warriors as he is for the Eels, but I think he should, uh, hopefully our coach can can bring that out of him. Uh, we spoke about Katoa just a moment ago on the tail end of that wee piece of news. He's on his way to the NRL's Melbourne Storm. Uh, on Monday, the Storm announced they'd secured the 22-year-old on a two-year contract starting in the season 2023, uh, beating out newcomers the Redcliffe Dolphins in the race for his services. After struggling to earn game time this season, Katoa, whose contract was due to expire at the end of 2024, uh, requested a release from the Warriors to explore options within other clubs, which opened the path for him to join the title contenders. After a standout rookie campaign in 2020, he played in the 18 games last year, uh, but has since only featured in 11 to date this season, struggling to gain a foothold amid the club's uh, substantial stocks up front. Katoa has made 42 NRL appearances since his debut, sorry, uh, with all of them but one. Funnily enough, the 24-12 defeat to the Storm on July the 29th, which was the game played here in New Zealand. Katoa is only in his fourth season of the league as well, so it will be a bit of a loss to the Warriors, but I'd say he will um, be a bit of a superstar with the Storm. 
Yeah, it's interesting how quick uh, Warriors players get picked up. As soon as they leave the club, they're always almost onto a next club straight away. And I find it interesting how they they go away and play better and they become sort of these superstars. And I just wish that the Warriors sort of had that foundation to uh, to bring that out of them here. And yeah. I, I just sort of see it. I see as soon as they leave, they someone else picks them up and then they're, you know, no time at all. Maybe a season, they're, you know, they're starting players and they're probably up there. I can think of... Even Isaiah Papali'i, uh, Peter Hiku uh, from just a couple of years yep. ago. Uh, players like that just get into that starting team and, and now they're shining. They cement a spot, that's exactly. the thing. They, and they build a, a bit of a foundation around them, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Interesting times. Uh, the Cowboys coach Todd Payton revealed that Jonathan Thurston originally didn't want him at the club uh, due to the fact that he beat him in the 2005 grand final while playing for the Tigers. Payton's Tigers bet Thurston's Cowboys 30 points to 16 in the 2005 decider, and the future immortal took the loss as hard as anyone on the night. However, even nearly 10 years later, uh, when Payton joined the Cowboys as an assistant, Thurston wasn't interested in having a player who beat him in a grand final coaching at his club. In the end, he had to be talked around, and I'm grateful that they talked him around. How's that? JT, but Bit of pride sour. There, eh? yeah. yeah, I don't know. Bit sour about things. Mm. Bit of uh, controversy in behind the scenes. Now, uh, this week, Joey, did you happen to hear this? I know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a weak gutted dog person. What do you reckon of that? Yeah, obviously there's a bit of uh, a bit of history between those two, isn't there? There is. There's something, something a bit fishy about that. There um, and I've heard it's when he's really young. So uh, you've got a wee bit of news in front of you. Do you want to read that one out? The Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart has become the first NRL coach in history to receive a disciplinary ban from the league. Stewart has been slapped with a $25,000 fine to go along with a one-week suspension after he unloaded on Panthers star Jermaine Salmon in a post-match press conference over the weekend. Stewart labelled him a weak, gutted dog in an outburst that left the entire NRL community in a state of shock. The NRL threw the book at Stewart over the tirade, issuing him a, a issuing him a breach notice and suspending him from all club activities with the Raiders for one full week. He becomes the first NRL coach to be handed a uh, suspension by the league. It means that Stewart cannot communicate with any players or members of the Raiders coaching staff uh, through till next Tuesday. The quote here from NRL CEO uh, Andrew Abdo, he said, Leaders need to set the standard in the game. The comments are completely unacceptable from any individual, let alone an official of such experience and standing. This is a highly unusual case and we have uh, taken the significant step of proposing a suspension for his duties for one week. This will be a full suspension precluding Ricky from having any involvement with any club activity either in person or remotely. Furthermore, the fine must not be paid by the club, but by Ricky Stewart himself. The Raiders and Stewart have accepted the sanction handed down by the league. Stewart launched his tirade at Panthers 5'8 Salmon after he was placed on report for a kick aimed at Raiders hooker Tom Starling in the 60th minute of the Panthers 26-6 win on Saturday night. Uh, Salmon lashed out with his boot after he was tackled by Starling and Stewart's issues stem back to an issue uh, he had with him a number of years back when Salmon played in the same high school team. Apparently Stewart and Salmon's father had been separated after uh, they were either so slightly upset with other players in the team and apparently he was quite the troublesome teenager as well. Gee. So it's, uh, what, did, what did you think about what he said? Did you think it was... Uh, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Well... I don't know. It's it's a tough one, isn't it? Obviously, you can't say that about someone um, as a, from a coaching point of view, no. especially an opposite player. Um, and, and it's interesting. I, I've heard of multiple different things about what's happened between, uh, obviously, Ricky Stewart and Salmon. Yep. Um, but I, I heard it was something to do with his daughter, not uh, not a fellow teammate or... 
There's always lots of stories go around, isn't there? Yeah, like? I suppose. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a tough one to listen to. I think. Did you watch the kick? No, I didn't. Yeah, well, he kind of lashed out. I think he hit his nuts. Right. I think he kicked his nuts. He was yeah. kind of on the floor, and then the guy was standing up, and he just went right up the old gonads. So, yeah. Um, well, that's unfortunate. Maybe it hurts. It does hurt. Yeah. It does hurt. Um, but yeah. Anyway. We move well. It's a bit of a, a sad day on a Thursday, Joey. Um, something that is is quite a serious topic for for many people, and I guess it's one of those things that um, that that needs spoken about. Um, probably doesn't get spoken about enough, and that was, of course, um, the passing of NRL legend. I guess we could say Paul Green. Um, I think the way to put it is to be completely honest with it. Paul Green uh, had committed suicide on Thursday after playing. Um, 162 NRL games for five clubs. He's played seven Origin games, made his NRL debut in 1994, uh, and that's all his playing stats. But as a coach, he has coached 167 NRL games. He's won a premiership with the Cowboys uh, and has coached three Origin games for Queensland as well. And we've managed to secure an interview from when he made his Origin debut, and since then he played seven games of Origin. This is Paul Green. Things don't sort of work out the way you planned. Um, it's very easy to start doubting yourself, and uh, you know playing for Queensland was something I've always wanted to do as a kid, and winning a series also was something that I dreamed about. So to actually be there after, you know, after the three games and being in that position, it was pretty satisfying for me. In the hype of Alan Langer's triumphant return in Origin Three, the significance of the win for the Maroons' other little big man was lost by many. Green, green. Twelve months ago, Paul Green's life was a crisis point. After a rocky time in North Queensland, he was eventually unwanted by the Cowboys. I thought about giving the game away and, you know, what was... Because I really wasn't very happy up there. I was happy enough living up there, but just the way the football was going for me, it was really... made it very hard for myself. So, yeah, you get all sorts of things come through your mind, you know, whether you're doing it for the right reasons or not. Relaxing this week at his seaside home in Sydney's southern suburbs, it's not hard to see that life is very definitely back on track. You'd be pretty much king of the world. You've been in this new place a couple of months, right on the water, boat. It doesn't get much better. No, it's, uh, life's been pretty good so far this year. Um, it's got a bit of work to do, obviously, <laughs> on the uh, jetty and that, but once I do that, I'll be, uh, I'll be good. I'll be very happy. As Paul looks ahead to this afternoon's clash with the Northern Eagles, he knows that he has to put the events of last Sunday behind him. There won't be the atmosphere there, but you know you got teammates around. You don't want to let them down. So that's the funny thing about football. Like after you have such a good game, or you know you're part of a great win, like I was on last Sunday night, it's uh, back to business again Monday. You know you got to start worrying about next week's game. Playing outside him today, a bloke whose Origin three memories aren't quite so pleasant. It would have been nice for Freddie uh, to go out as a winner, but in saying that, oh, I don't think I'll swap him. As Paul closes the chapter on one of the greatest weeks of his life, there is a slight irony. It's funny, uh, when I turned the radio on to hear the side, and uh, I, I turned it on a bit late, so I didn't hear them read the side out. And uh, the first thing I heard was Alan Langer was picked at halfback. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I'm picked somewhere else. And I thought maybe Hooker or something like that. And then the next thing they went, went on to say that uh, John Doyle and John Buttigieg were back in the side too so I thought oh, I've missed out altogether here but it wasn't until they went on and read out the side so initially I thought I'd missed out on making the side altogether The Harvey Norman Series for 
2001 with a resounding victory. So these are the best days of your life, would you say, so far, Paul? Oh, yeah, they're pretty good, pretty rewarding. Um, you know, you put uh, a lot of work in to get there. It's not a... You know, Sunday night, last Sunday night wasn't about just uh, one week or one game. It's, you know, your, your whole career sort of builds up to, to games like that. But it's, uh, it's very satisfying and, uh, yeah, very happy. So there you have it, Paul Green on his first ever game of Origin. I guess it's time as well, Joey, that we sort of point out um, that there is help out there. If anyone ever needs it, of course, you can contact 0800 543 354, which is the uh, suicide helpline here in New Zealand. That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Yeah, to continue the solemnness of that, uh, we've got the Warriors uh, up now with a 48-10 to 10 loss against the Rabbitohs, a mm. really tough first half. Um, do you have the sort of stats in front of you there? I, yeah, I just getting them now. I can, I can grab them. them? Okay. I can grab them. Um, yeah, as I said, a dominant first half from the Souths. Oh, gosh, it was 36-6 to 6 in the end. Uh, Sean Johnson, the only one to, uh, well, he converted a Kosi try. Kosi's getting a few tries, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. Uh, but Sean Johnson, again, uh, scored in the 51st. I thought Latrell Mitchell was phenomenal for me. Off um, the boot. He was great. He, uh, yeah, Latrell Mitchell did Latrell Mitchell things with uh, two tries, two try assists, two line breaks and three tackle breaks in a powerful 62 Shit, minutes. That's right, eh? That's not bad. That is bloody good. It's a shame he's such a dick. Yeah, I can't believe, um, you know, the big barrel chest of the man. He, he kind of looks a bit chubby, doesn't he? He does, And yeah. he's probably one of the most athletic fullbacks in the game. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, and it's crazy. Uh, Reese Walsh threatened uh, on our side with a... You know, 201 metres from 18 runs, which is which is pretty. It's not bad. A pretty good yep. effort, uh, and it just makes you think: Why is he on the bench? You know, a couple of weeks yeah, ago, exactly. When we, when we just lost, but um, Adam Fenua Blake got 169 metres with 13 runs. That was all sort of the Warriors had to do with Sean Johnson, obviously scoring a try as well. And yeah, and which is it's probably good for Johnson's uh, confidence as well. Was the other thing I thought when I um, saw him jot down. I thought it's probably quite good for him. Um, obviously, he's got a lot of pressure on him at the moment. People saying that Johnson's not playing any well. He's not doing anything like he used to. So um, that stuff could be you know messing with his head a little bit. So that's probably a bit of a confidence booster for him as well to dot down with a try. Yeah, I my prediction is Sean Johnson retires after this year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think he needs to. Yeah. He definitely needs to. Um, but I think, you know, Johnson's got to be on decent money with him this year. He's not going to want to walk away from decent money. Mm, I just um, think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's been a huge... Ups, it's a hugely upsetting season for him. You know, he's been dropped from the Kiwis, a team that he's played for for many, many years. Many years. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not playing well for the Warriors. He, he joined the Sharks, didn't play too well for them after having a great uh, start at the Warriors for, for the majority of his career. Uh, and he's come back to the Warriors. We thought, you know, we're, we're back at Sean Johnson at seven. I remember us sort of leading up to the National... Uh, NRL, National Rugby League, NRL, and thinking, you know, Sean Johnson's going to be great for the Warriors yeah. this year. I can really see him stepping up, being a veteran on the side, and I just think he isn't doing it for me. And, you know, we did see a try uh, on Saturday, but what we haven't been seeing is a tries, tr- tries all season, you know. He, he doesn't if he, do those... if he was getting them all season, everyone would be like, oh, Johnson's good. Exactly. He, he doesn't do those stellar runs that he does. His, his best um, game was when he was doing, when he was running. You yeah. know, that's his game. He's he's one of those sevens that runs. He's kind of clear he can do that. You know, there's there's many players. I think Nico Hines can do that, but I think uh, Sean Johnson. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if he thinks he's old. I don't know if he's yeah uh, doesn't isn't happy with his team. I don't know if he 
doesn't trust himself. I don't know what it is, but uh, I mean, the show and go is uh, what used to make him amazing. And he had an amazing step and dummy on him. He yeah. had an amazing step. Amazing. It was like, you know, every one of the best steps in the game that the game's ever seen. Um, and his dummy pass as well could fool anyone. But he just doesn't fire her a shot with it this year. He's not even looking to kick for space sometimes now. No. He's just getting rid of the ball. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't know how a player can lose what they had just like that, if you know what I mean. Um, I Must be know. mental, eh? I mean, it's it's got to be in the head. Yeah, age probably has age a bit to do with it. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I just think... I remember when I was young, and I wasn't really a big league fan when I was young, but I used to search up Sean Johnson, you know, the big goose step. Yeah. The side step, and Sean Johnson highlights each year, and I just thought he was... Uh, one of the most incredible players I'd ever seen uh, in both union and and uh, league as well. And yeah. I just think it's just sad that we don't see that. We either see him pass, and you just see the defence just spread out as soon as he passes. How do we um, how are we meant to score on the wing if, if Sean Johnson's, you know, if they're already tracking, they don't even need to mark Sean Johnson yeah, exactly. really. And um, yeah. his kicking game hasn't been up to it either. Yeah, I've, I've just been a wee bit... Um, Disappointed. It's a bit naff, isn't it? It's yeah, bit, it's a bit naff, yeah. It's just, I don't know, there's, the hype was there at the start of the season about Johnson, you know, coming back to the Warriors and everyone's like, you know, holy shit, he's going to be back and he's going to be awesome and that. But really, he just hasn't um, put on the show like everyone thought he was going to. And um, I don't know, who have, who have they got this weekend? Uh, the Warriors, they have uh, the Bulldogs. So hopefully... So that'll be a good game. That would be a good game. That's sort of the, the game to determine whether they can, you know, get past that 16th, that yeah. wooden spoon spot, I think, because the Bulldogs have actually had not a bad end of their season. And I know that Matt Burden and Ed O'Kara are joining together like, you know, Tom Ed, o- Ed O'Kara is making oh, such an impact. He's making a fall of Brad Filler, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, that was probably one of his worst decisions of the uh Mm. Of the origin I'm not a big Addo Carr fan But he's actually Grown on me this year Yeah I think he's had a real A real tough time Especially when he's Scoring tries And, and one of the worst Teams in the league Yeah exactly I think the Warriors Got a few tough games Coming up too Over the next few weeks I'm pretty sure They see the Panthers again Yeah They um, see the Cowboys Panthers Yeah Cowboys Yeah So uh, Cowboys, it's going to be Panthers Bulldogs There must be one more So who's the other one uh, Titans Titans yeah So they could beat the Titans They could beat the Bulldogs mm. I'm not so confident About the other ones But you know what They did they do play well in half sometimes, and you know, twelve four at half time um, isn't bad after after losing the first half thirty six to mm, six. So yeah, there's, there's takeaways from it, but I just think um, in terms of gelling, in terms of chemistry, I just don't think it's there. I don't think they can string points together. I think it's a an, a bit of individual brilliance, uh, brilliance when when they do score. It's yep. not really like a, a team a team try. Uh, Kosi, I'd have to say, is playing well and he is scoring tries. So. He'd be the standout at the moment. Yeah. So um, um, yeah. And even Josh Curran isn't doing um, as much as he was at the start. Obviously, just coming off that knee injury, but you know, still, it's it, those those big players um, aren't firing, and, and it's making us lose. So, Freddie, was that. Um, Freddie Lustig's impressing me at the moment. Yep. Um, yep. Not getting major minutes, but yeah. he's in my fantasy team, and he's still scoring. You know, forty points in fantasy a week, which is not That's bad for um, for someone that is sort of fresh into the whole Warriors environment and that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's a tough time for the Warriors. It's they're sort of through that that phase where they they're stuck almost, and you just can't pull them out of it. Mm. Um, and I think you need to look at it. I don't think it's the players now. I, I don't know if it's the culture. Mm. I, I don't know if it's the coach. I, you, they can't really pinpoint what it is. Um, it's got to be something around the culture that's just not right, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Well, righto. We better get off the Warriors, otherwise I'll be. 
calling that helpline. So um, <laughs> get the uh, get the NPC up. That's balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Round number one of the Bunnings NPC for 2022. Joey, enjoying seeing this back, you know, a bit of a, not that sort of so high level rugby, that, that sort of grassroots base around it. It all started on Friday night as Canterbury knocked over Manawa 2, 62 points to 15. Uh, on Saturday, your Otago boys got done by County's Manico, uh, 23 points to 22. Waikato and Hawks Bay had a draw on Saturday as well, 32 all. Auckland bet North Harbour, 36-26 on Sunday, um, 11 points to 13, Northland getting the win over Taranaki. Uh, Wellington played Bayer plenty as well, and they got the win. Wellington did 37-35, to uh, and the game that we watched, the 27-20, was against uh, Tasman and Southland. Tasman getting the win, and then of course there was a game last night between Manawa 2 and Auckland, 45-18, Auckland getting the win there. Um, I think... I don't know. Did you watch any other games? I only Honestly, really watched the I've, I've, Yeah, I haven't been uh, tuning into the game this week, which is pretty sad on, on Group 1. On Sorry. Round 1. Round 1. Yeah. Um, I should have watched the Otago game, but I didn't. It's disappointing we lost by one point. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Canterbury, obviously, having such a great team, uh, winning 62-15 to 15 against Manawatu. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the game that we did watch together uh, was that Southland game. Yeah, I know. How good is it to see Southland? You know, Tasman have always sort of been that pinnacle team in the uh, NPC for many years. You know, they've had some great players through there. Um, the team this year, yes, it's not as strong as what you've seen in previous years there, but for the Southland Stags, it was sort of been known as that bottom team for many years. Um, to get within, you know, seven points of them, I think that's a good effort from the Stags, Mark. I think that was, you know, a good showing from them in their first game of the season. I thought it was great. Yeah, honestly, I thought um, a standout for me was the winger, who I actually haven't found too impressive for uh, the Highlanders. Uh, Rory Van Voot. Rory Van Voot. I thought he did play pretty well. Um, yeah, a really impressive game in the end. I thought they were actually really close to scoring as well to, to potentially get to that 27 as well with yeah. Tasman. Um, Tasman losing seven players to the All Blacks, so that's yeah. always tough. Changes things. Yeah, it does change things, but... Um, Nonetheless, I think Southland proved that they're not actually just here to walk into the competition and you know get that wooden spoon. I think they they are uh, they are contention for um, maybe a few more years to come. But yeah, you know I think they they do have the ability to uh, to walk up that ladder and, and challenge some pretty big teams. Yeah, it's exactly right. Just want to touch on that Canterbury uh, sixty-two to fifteen game against mm. um, Manawatu there as well. What a game that was! Pretty uh, appalling stuff from the Manawatu side. But really, there's not a lot of players in this Canterbury team, Joey, um, that are you know big ga- uh, big names. You know, you've still got like see, um, George Bridge is still there and Burke and that sort of stuff. But they're, they're missing a lot of people that are All Blacks in this side here. I think George Bridge he picked himself up a double, I think as well. You know, but it was twenty-nine points to three at half time. In that game, which is you know pretty shocking um, to be a halftime score when it comes to NPC footy and Manawa too aren't usually a bad side either. Of course, they'll be missing um, the the leadership of Aaron Smith in their side, which is a, it's a huge yeah. loss for them. Yeah, definitely. I th- I completely agree with you. Another person in that team in that Canterbury team that's had All Blacks talk for the for the past couple of weeks um, is Cullen Grace uh, back yes, at number eight. True. Um, now I know the the Canterbury uh, flankers and, and number eight are are playing for the Crusaders and are playing pretty high level and obviously Billy Harmon's the uh, a Hollander but I think that um, Cullen Grace could be a, a looking um, yeah especially with you know Sam Kane talking about him not playing well um, not having a sort of set uh, six 
I think he could really start in there and, and play good footy. I just want to give a quick shout-out to um, Zach Gallagher as well. He's the lock for uh, Canterbury. He actually captain, captained one of the pre-season games, but Peter Dodds, who came to our um, rugby game on Saturday with my old man. Yeah, right. Yeah, with his you. daughter's boyfriend. So, right. Um, there you yeah. go. Bit of a shout-out. Yeah, he's a, he's a young lad, and he's playing really good footy, and he's a big big dude so uh, he, he had his first Crusaders game not too long ago as well so Wicked. he's playing really well so yeah tell you who was impressive in that Tasman Southland game as well was uh, Noah Holtham yes he was got himself a try yeah which is good to see um, that's about it really for the, the round of NPC looking forward to this weekend's obviously we'll touch on that in our predictions I think we'll watch a bit um, more won't we yeah, yeah I think so yeah but we might be a bit more motivated this weekend yeah um, yeah we had a, we're a bit worried about another one yeah yeah we had more more better things on, on our mind um, more better more better. We had bigger, bigger and better things. Bigger that's the thing I was things. looking that's for. The one. That's um, the one. But we hate we still managed to watch the stags, and that's all that matters. You don't miss a stags game, do you? Bats, balls, and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi! Cricket, Joey. Cricket. That's that's my that's, cricket. That's my thing, isn't it? It is your thing. Do cricket. I uh, do I get into that? Go on. Uh, Martin Guptill and Devin Conway open for the boys. I should probably say the score first. Um, yeah, probably talk yeah. about the game first. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand's one. Uh, they, they got 185 for 5 and 20 overs. Um, and then the West Indies followed with 172 for 7. So not a bad effort from the West Indies, bad, obviously. Yeah. Um, they've struggled in recent years, but I think they're sort of building up a T20 team. Um, definitely T20 rather than the other formats. I think they've had a few um, impact players playing those sort of IPLs, the big bash, yep. you know, scoring some good runs. Um, but anyway, we should start with the first things, which was New Zealand batting. Um, Martin Gupta opened, got 16 off 17, a bit, of, bit slow for him, but um, he's got a hot misses, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> you love that, eh? You Devin, tried, to, tried to slip that in there and was just hoping that I wasn't going to pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're trying? Yeah. <laughs> Devin Conway and Kane Williamson, the steady two, uh, are back in the squad um, and back playing some good cricket. Uh, Devin Conway finishing on 43 off 29 and Kane Williamson 47 off 33. It's been great to see him get some runs because mm. he had a pretty shit IPL and he didn't play too well against England, so... Hopefully it gives them some some confidence leading up to the following test coming up. Uh, Glenn Phillips, Daryl Mitchell, Nisham coming in, getting 33. Um, but otherwise, you know, just steadying out to that 20 and, and trying to uh, put on some runs at, at the latter end of their innings. Um, the West Indies come out. Only real scores there was uh, Brooks, uh, which was the opener. He got 42 off 43, still soaking up a lot of balls for T20. I think that was their downfall in the end. Uh, Poren, he's been playing really well, but he only managed 15. I think uh, if he had had teed off, I think it would have been a a different game. But, yeah, it's good to see the – not the All Blacks, the Black Caps, because the All Blacks don't win. Mm. Uh, (laughs) The Black Caps come back, and after after a couple tough series, obviously only playing Scotland and and Ireland and and winning those ones, but – the England one previous to that, uh, having a tough series. So I think a bit of a confidence boost against yeah. one of those better teams uh, is important for the boys. That's right. And uh, another day's time, I think it's 6.30am on Saturday morning, I think uh, we see the the second T20 lineup in that one. There. Just quickly, what did you think of uh, all the news regarding Trent Bolt this week? Yeah, it's been interesting. Apparently his contract's not being extended or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's... I think that's pretty harsh. I mean, you know, we do need bowlers coming through, but Trent is one of those veterans, and, he, and he's going to be a Tim, Tim Southey. I think he's going to have yeah. a few more years in him and, and just keep getting wickets somehow, bowling yeah. 125 or something. I don't know, but um, I, I do think that's pretty disloyal from New Zealand cricket. I know they've um, they've had a bit of a rough one with 
with recent times, uh, just with players and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, I, I, I think it was a bit rude, to be honest. What did you think? Yeah, it's tough. It's one of those things. And I sort of spoke about it um, with Jay the other night. Again, we speak about a lot of things like this. And it's the same as the contracts in the NRL. They don't mean bugger all. No. These guys can get out of a contract so easily. They can extend mm. a contract so easily. They can. These everything's so flexible. And to me, when I look at a contract, it's a, something that's set in stone. It's on paper. It could not be changed. Yeah, that's the thing. Where, um, yeah. So it sounds like yeah, no extension to be made there. So I don't know where. Where does he end up? What happens now? Yeah, I don't know. He must play some. Oh, I mean, I, he can still play for the Black Caps. I think he's just. I think they're. I don't know. I yeah. I couldn't tell you what they're going to do with him. I think it's just a. They don't see him for much longer, is what yeah. they're trying to say with that. Um, well, he wouldn't be that old, though, would he? No, he's bloody athletic as well. He's one of our yeah. best fielders. Um, I'd say he's early 30s, maybe 33, 30, 31, 32, 33. It's young. It's young. Uh, you know, players don't stop playing until they're 37 in cricket. So, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought they would have maybe extended his contract. I have to look into it. I haven't looked into it too much. But right. I thought they might extend it for T20s or... Or one day is maybe not Tess. I don't yep. know, but I think he's still young and he's still got plenty left in him. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It was only a few years ago where we were raving about how good he was because he was yeah, swinging the yeah. ball a mile and that left arm over the wicket just rolling. That's exactly right. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough situation. It's interesting. I was finding it quite interesting reading up on it this week. Um, there's plenty of articles and that sort of stuff sort of floating around about it, but um, yeah, no interesting times. That's balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Uh, we might as well get into the All Blacks game. Yeah, is that right? We're not going to be able to drag this out till their team announcement, which is a shame. But um, yeah, what we is can it? touch what on is the that? game. Nine o'clock. Nine thirty. Oh, nine thirty. Yeah, so oh, we're still an annoying. hour away. Oh well, that's yeah, right. That's all right. We can maybe have a wee touch on our Instagram story or something. Yeah, we can do that. Have a wee, have a wee yarn about it. Uh, obviously, the recent All Blacks game, we lost to the Springbok. We were oh. hoping that we wouldn't, uh, but we did. That's always the case, Joey. Always the case. I've got a wee. Uh, before we jump into that, I've got a wee question for you. For me now. The All Blacks, they're a known team. They're probably one of the best teams to ever walk the globe in any sport, you know, the best record. Um, but what do you think in rugby our worst loss margin has been? Oh. Oh, you want the team as well? I, I want the margin first and then the team. Um, I don't know. Was it like 20-something points, 22 points or something? Wrong. Wrong. More than that? By one. You were wrong by one. Oh, what? 21. 21. 21 yep. points. So we lost 47-26 to the, to the Wallabies. Oh, you went to guess that. Anyway, we lost 47-26 to the Wallabies. But when you think of teams, I mean, I even look at basketball. Uh, you know, America's the best basketball team. Yeah. In the recent Olympic Games, you know, they lost. And the, you yeah. know, the NBA, you, you, if you're playing basketball, you don't want to be any, anywhere else apart from the NBA. That's right. Um, and, I, and if I put it into an, uh, an, a rugby context, you know, we have South Africa play us, we have the Wallabies play us um, in a domestic level with, yeah. you know, the Reds and the Bulls and all those sort of play, uh, teams. Um, but the NBA, you know, they've they've just got Americans and they've just got these players. You know, they don't have outside yeah, that's right. So I think it's a, it's really impressive. What I'm trying to get at with that is it's really impressive, our record, and how we've only lost by 21 points is our biggest margin ever in the history of the All Blacks. Um, and if we look at uh, yesterday's – oh, not yesterday, last weekend's game, 2016, it was the sixth biggest margin, 16 points. 
Mm. Um, and we haven't lost that much the Springbok since uh, 1928. There must be a few in there that are sort of within one point of each other, though, is there? Oh, there's so many. Yeah, there'd yeah. be heaps that are just real close. I think if the All Blacks lose, we normally just lose and no more. But it's, it's been really disappointing to see that. 16 um, points is quite a few points, isn't it, though? Yeah, it is, it is a few points. But in the grand scheme of things, if that's your sixth, sixth worth loss, worst loss, you know, um, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's it's right. It's not too bad. So it just shows how good the All Blacks are. And, and if you're talking about a team losing, that's when you know they're good, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah. Um, well, you've got the stats in front of you. Do you want to, do you want to read them out from that, from that game? Yeah, well, the addition of Shannon Frizzell has been very, very handy back into the All Blacks lineup. And uh, that is, of course, he scored the only try for the All Blacks in the 79th minute. Uh, unfortunate to see Bowden Barrett in the 75th going off with an injury. Uh, but unfortunate for him. But it sounds like oh, he's going to be that? cleared. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal, man. It was brutal. Sounds like he has been cleared to play this week, though. Oh, so, um, yeah, Richie Mwanga was pretty good off the boot when he came on, managed to kick a conversion for Frizzell's try in the 79th minute. Uh, and in the 36th minute, Geordie Barrett managed to kick a penalty goal as well. Thought it was weird, Joey, in the 58th minute for um, Andre Pollard to go for a drop goal. Really weird option mm. when you were already up by, you know... Um, Salt in the wound. Yeah, thir- they're up 13-3 at the time, and he decided to slot a drop goal, which I thought was interesting in those situations. I thought they'd more best be looking to, to dot down for the five-pointer. Um, other than that, Fafted Clerk went off very early on in the first minute as well. Interesting. Um, probably handy for the All Blacks, because he's just a, one of those sort of pain-in-the-ass sort of players, I think, that's just that good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pollard was great off the boot all day long for the uh, Springboks. Yeah, he's good, and he's clinical. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, other than that, yeah, there's not much to say about it. There was a few disappointing faces when we sat back and watched it, really, wasn't there? Yeah, it was It was a tough watch. We're obviously uh, a few deep with the Beacons mm. boys, about 3 a.m. Um, yeah, I don't have much words for it, honestly. I, I think... Gee, I'm going to cough, sorry. You go, you cough, I'll keep talking, and then you come back when you're ready. Um, yeah, 3.09 a.m. it started. I just shit myself. Did you? Yeah, I just farted real bad. Is it? Is it coughed? <laughs> No. Two in one deal? No, I, co- I cough because of my fart. Um, oh, right. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's real bad, mate. You'll, you'll see it. You're downwind soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think there needs to be a few more changes made for the All Blacks. But, yeah, we've said it every week. They need to be set. You know, they need to be set in stone. I thought Caleb Clark wasn't too bad. I yeah, thought Will bad. Jordan was a standout. I thought Frizzell came on and played pretty well, apart from sort of dropping that ball in, the, in the, our own 22. But, you know, that happens um, from time to time. But you know, it was just one of those, I think it was one of those things that only happens when you're down. Um, if we were winning by 15 points at that stage, I think, you know, there's no way he would drop that. So it's just one of those things. I'd love to see Gruder in the starting lineup again. He was good when he came on. He I'd was good when to, he came on. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. Uh, Will Jordan and Geordie Barrett are looking to not be able to play because of... I think a stomach bug and yeah. Geordie Barrett something else. So an interesting one I heard was uh, RTS is getting looked at for fullback. For fullback, I mean, he's one of the best players in fullback in the NRL. But oh, I just no. don't think he's got. Uh, I think that must be a rumor. It's got to be a rumor. But, you you um, wouldn't put the guy at fullback. No, I mean if he played all season at fullback, maybe. But the guy still hasn't played a game of the NPC footy yet. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. That whole RTS story just throws me out. It's just... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't done anything way ahead about five minutes and 10 minutes. But he, he isn't playing, obviously. He's not in the squad for this, this yeah. um, tour. 
So I think it is just a rumour, but it, it would be pretty funny to see RTS putting on the fullback jersey, wouldn't it? I think he'd get a bit of a, a, bit of a fright. <laughs> he'd get a bit of a fright, that's for <laughs> sure. But he is one of the best uh, fullbacks to ever, to ever play the, uh, the league game. Yeah, it's a little but bit different a, though, isn't it? It's a big difference. Like, and I yeah, think um, quite the difference. whoever made that rumour needs to... Uh, shut your face. Shut your f- shit-posting face. Bats, balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Joey? Hey, mate. How's it going? You good? How, how long are we down? About, about 50? We're about, about 47 minutes into it. Oh, right. Well, we, we're into predictions now, aren't we? Oh, well, didn't you want to talk about the Commonwealth Games? We did we want to talk about the Commonwealth. I was just testing you, mate. Yeah. No. I was just testing you. Let me get that dog up. <laughs> so, um... New Zealand, they've New Zealand. Uh, they've won twenty gold medals. I'll get. I'll let 20? you guess how many in total we've won. Um, thirty-eight. No, forty-nine. Forty-nine is close. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what do you think? What country do you think's got the most? Um, India. No. <laughs> if, if I told you at the start we got six, and India's one in front of us. Oh shit! Yeah, come on, mate. Bit of symbols. Um, any country, just say one. You want me to name just one? Just one. It's not the Aussies. It is the Aussies. It is the Aussies. It is the Aussies. They've got 178 total medals. They're going crazy at the Commonwealth Games. England just behind them with 176. Those guys are just clear of the leaderboard. Yeah. Uh, we were in third at one point ahead of Canada, but they've passed us. Now they're at 92. I think uh, I haven't watched too much Commonwealth Games, but no, neither. <laughs> I think there must be those those sports that they're really good at come come later in the in the games. Um, but it is still impressive. New Zealand, forty nine medals, seventeen bronze, twelve silver, and twenty gold. Um, yeah, bit of, bit of gold there. I isn't think there? we've missed out on a few team sports that that we should have won. I think the sevens didn't do too great. I right, they only got third or fourth. Um, but yeah, I think uh, New Zealand's. Just punching above its weight a wee bit. Scotland behind them, Wales behind them. Um, we're even beating Jamaica, and uh, yeah, they're normally pretty good at the old track, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Good yep. at running, aren't they? Yeah, they're fast. Fast. Super fast. They're fast as lightning. What did Lightning McQueen used to say? Um, Ka-chow. No, no. At the start of the movie, I am speed. I am speed. I heard you yeah. saying that on Saturday night. <laughs> No, that's a terrible joke. That's a terrible joke. Right, we should, we should jump into predictions, eh? That's balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Such a shit joke. That is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's only funny because you think it's funny and you're laughing at your own joke. You're laughing too. I'm laughing at you laughing. Um, round number two of the Bunnings NPC underway this weekend. Tomorrow night, Ranfurly Shield is up for grabs. It's Hawks Bay and Counties Manico. Who do you have, Joey? Um, I'm going to have Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay. Saturday, we see Otago and Tasman. Oh, Otago. Say Tasman will get it done. That's off. Uh, Northland and Waikato. I'm going... Uh, Waikato. Oh, I'm going to get Northland because they've got Josh Morby. They'll win anything. <laughs> uh, Canterbury-Wellington. I'd say Canterbury. Uh, Wellington. Wellington, you reckon? Yeah. No, no, I don't. I just said that because of um, old two. But anyway, no. <laughs> so, so Canterbury? Canterbury, yeah. Okay. Canterbury's going to uh, Southland and Auckland on Sunday afternoon? Psst. Auckland, mate. Come on. 
see, I looked at Auckland's team sheet the other day. I don't know many of their players. Really? Are on they their not team that good? Sheet. Um, Should we say put, Southland? Should we go Southland? Should we go Southland? Back the boys. I'm going to go Southland anyway. Right, okay. um, I can't <laughs> say I'm going for another team when, when I'm wearing you've Southland. Got the, you've got the 2022 jersey yeah, on. Yeah, so um, I'll go Southland. Right. Bayer Pliny and Taranaki as well on uh, the Sunday. Naki. Naki, I'd say, in that one there. And North Harbour, Manawatu. two. North Harbour. Harbour, yeah, I think Harbour will be strong there. And then there's always a midweek game as well in this year, which is interesting, mm. and that is Otago and Hawks Bay on Wednesday. Gee, so dependent on... Where's that in? Is it the Forsyth Bar? I'm not sure where that game's no, being played. No, no, um, it, it is Forsyth Bar, yeah, is Forsyth so Bar. I was going to say dependent on the result of there we go. I Friday. There going to win Could have been a Shield game, but um, oh, true. it won't be because it won't be at Hawks Bay's home. Oh, yeah, true, true, um, true. Yeah, I'd say Otago will have enough to, to knock over Hawks Bay just... Righto, we might as well uh, we'll ask the cricket first. The Black Caps play the West Indies, as you said, uh, tomorrow, did you say? Uh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. How about six in the morning? Um, Well, what do you reckon? Black Black Caps, Caps, yeah. Right. Comfortably too, I think. That's enough for me. Um, The NRL, I've got it in front of me, so I might as well read that out. Rightio, Shaggy. The bigger game of the, probably not just the, the, the rounds, but more the series... Uh, Panthers are flying the storm. Um, Panthers. Panthers. When's that? Uh, today at nine fifty. Should we watch it? No, I'm going to bed. I watch it in bed. Right. You're not okay. coming with me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Warriors are playing the Bulldogs. Warriors. Yeah, go the Warriors. <laughs> Eels are playing the Rabbitohs. Uh, I'd say the Eels will get that done, but they'll be close. I'd say. The Rabbitohs just jumped into six after beating the Warriors, so. I'm going to say the Rabbitohs. Yeah, okay. uh, the Roosters are playing the Cowboys. Another big game. I actually think there's a few big games. This, this I think we're going to watch this round pretty in. Roosters closely. might have enough to knock over the Cowboys. I think so too. I'm going to um, go Roosters. Yeah, I'll go Roosters in that. West Tigers, Sharks. 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 Uh, Broncos, Knights. Ooh, that could be tight. I'd say the Knights. I'm going to say the Doncos. They haven't played very well, but I still think they're better than the Knights. Uh, okay. Raiders, Dragons. Raiders. Raiders. Uh, Titans, Seagulls. 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 Yeah. No, we're, <laughs> I don't know why he hesitated on that one yeah, for so I long. Know. It took me a while. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's the round. So that's uh, the round. We're almost, oh, what would be, that'd be round 22. So we're almost into the finals. It's going to be really interesting to see. Right now, who do you think is going to be the top of the leaderboard before finals? Minor premiers? Yeah. Penrith. Penrith. Same yep. here. So, I'm um, uh, confident on that. I think, what are they now? How many points are here are they now on the table? Uh, six. Six ahead points second ahead. Place. Yep. You can't tell me they're not going to go into uh, how many games left? Four games left? Yeah. Um, before the finals, you can't tell me they're going to lose four games going into the finals. Um, and I think even if they did that, it would be a shock to everyone, but I just think Penrith are just too far ahead at the moment to lose what they've got going on. They've got momentum. Yes, they're missing Nathan Cleary. We already saw last weekend that's not going to play it's a factor. It's yeah. not an issue at all. It's not an issue at all. Um, my question for you though before we sign off with things, what are we, 55 minutes in? We're going to good It's not too bad. Yeah. Well, aren't we? Yeah. Um, who wins the NRL Premiership this year? NRL Premiership. Who wins it? <sighs> now, this is a really tough one. It's only tough because any team can lose and I think yeah. finals footy is different. So, I'm just struggling. So, I... <laughs> I'm just struggling, struggling to, to see. <laughs> yeah, that too. I'm just struggling to see who's going to make the the final with Penrith, and then I think whoever does that is going to win. So I'm going to Do say you think Penrith will get beaten in the final. I think the Penrith are going to be be Jesus <laughs> Christ. I need to go to bed. Uh, I think Penrith are going to be beaten in the final. What do you reckon? I I agree. Penrith will make the final. Yeah. Um, I think they will make the final alongside either 
the Roosters or the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, if it's the Cowboys, Cowboys will get beaten by Penrith. If it's the Roosters, Roosters will beat Penrith in the final. Okay. Um, yeah, I reckon it's either the Cowboys, and I'm actually going to chuck the Sharks up there too. Yeah, they'll be, yeah. There's so many former teams at the moment. That's the thing. Like it's Sean Johnson would have wished he stayed. <laughs> Because <laughs> they, the they wouldn't be that good if he was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nico oh. Hines would be no one, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. Do you like my um, NRL action figures over there? Yeah. If you if you didn't know, on last pod, Corbin got some NRL action figures. Um, mm. I, I can't read them from here, but I can see Brent knows Ben Naden, uh, and I can see hang Benji on, hang Marshall. On. No, I said all down. We've got Ruben Wicky on the left. Sunny yeah. Bill Williams, second oh, one in. Is that Sunny Bill? That is Sunny Bill. That is not Sunny Bill. Yeah, it is. Jeez. Then you got uh, Manu Vatuvai. Oh, he's the man, isn't he? Mitch Pierce. Yeah. A few controversial ones in there. And uh, Benji Marshall. Benji. So that's, uh, that's the five of them. Ruben Wickie's a good one. Um, Mitch Pierce, Manu, a couple of controversial ones there. <laughs> um, I thought it was Brett Naden, eh? Which one do you think was Brett Naden? Two. Sunny Bill? Yeah. No, no way. Kind of looks like Bo Ryan more than anything. He does actually. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, we should. We're just sitting here talking about just, something that yeah, no one can no, see. No, I think. Yeah, I think it's time to go. Yeah. Why right. not? Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Scott at Four Mates Brewery <laughs> for his continued support. Uh, thanks to Bryce at Thrift Season for the cool kit, and thanks to uh, Shuts for um, being my partner on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for beer, Joey. Hey, Where you go, mate? Hey,